You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. What's up, guys? Welcome to Packers Total Access post-game show. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. I'm joined alongside Tim live in Green Bay. We got Emilio down in Tennessee, and the Packers drop another tough one today. What was the final score, guys? 23-19, am I thinking right? 23-19. to So um, tough one here because it should have been one. <laughs> How many times have we said that this year, right? And, you know, going into the year, too, if people had told me, hey, Clayton, you're going to be in a lot of games, you're going to have a lot of one-score games that you're going to lose, I'd probably go, hey, all right, man, this team's a little bit better than I expect, right? Um, but it's just getting old, and every time it tends to happen the same way. Your defense gets a stop at the end of the game. As a matter of fact, they got back-to-back stops in the fourth quarter, gave your offense two full shots to go down and score, couldn't get it done. Um, and, again, I've got notes for each quarter. We'll get into each of those notes. We'll hit the stats, all that stuff. We'll also keep an eye on the uh, press conferences coming out of Pittsburgh as well. We'll hear from Coastal Floor, maybe maybe Jordan Love and uh, anyone else who's at the podium. But initial thoughts, Tim, let's go around the horn here, man. What are you thinking, buddy? Yeah, disappointing, but, uh, you know, entertaining game nonetheless. Definitely. And uh, close game, uh, like many of us kind of predicted this to be a close game. It wasn't a slow, blow, boring grinder like we thought it would be. Um but yeah, some some disappointment, but um, a lot to uh, come away with some positives here, um, both sides of the ball, I think. Um, but still, like you said, Clayton, more of the same in in certain other respects too. So tough loss today, man. But um, you know, you can't say that uh, we didn't leave it all out on the field. You know, we were right knocking on the door up until the end of that game. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, Emilio. Yeah, it was a close one. Tough, tough way to go. Um, but the uh, 
I mean, I, th- I think the team kind of rallied. You know, they they again they never give up. Even when uh, even when you know Love did throw that pick, you saw Matt Lafleur turn right around on camera and start cheering on the team. Like, hey, let's go, fellas! We still, you know, we're still in this. We can still do something with this. Um, and you even saw Tay Wicks there cheering on the defense at the end. So um, you know, they're still a team. It's not like it's anything like that. It's just like you said, we've been caught up in these one score games where. You know, Minnesota handled them last year. This year, we're not handling them. It, it's just kind of how it falls and how, how the teams are. You know, it, it um, it's just how it goes sometimes. Very good. Very good uh, observation there. Because, I mean, again, last year, the, the Vikings could have very easily been one of the worst teams in the league. Instead, they have one of the best records, right? And that's the game of football, man. It comes down to situations. It's why it's important to watch the game. It's why it's important to watch the tape, understand exactly what unfolded. You know, a lot of people are down on the defense, down on the run defense. I got you. Mm-hmm. I would. That's in my notes here. Uh, negative for the first quarter. Run defense is so bad, so bad. Now, I think I look at the run defense a little bit different than everyone else. I've seen people over pursuing on, on the outside and not not uh, staying gap sound. On the inside cutbacks, I've seen a ton of missed tackles. It popped up all throughout the game. You want to blame Barry for not coaching better tackling? I got you. But schematically, I didn't see – I got into a, a conversation on Twitter where someone said, on fourth and one, you've got two defensive linemen on the field. And I'm like, bro, they ran a pitch play. Yeah. Are you saying you want more 310-pound linemen on the field when you run an outside pitch? It doesn't make sense. It, you know, you had the right personnel in to make the play – and you didn't make the play on the outside pitch. You know, it mm-hmm. is what it is. And, and again, early in the game, people all over Twitter, the gatekeepers were alive and well today. What were they saying? Uh, Joe Joe Barry running a light box. Of course, here's Joe Barry's light box. Then they load the box and they throw an outside pitch. How do we not have someone outside? Because you wanted to load the damn box. Like, you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Drives me insane. What and we did stop him on a fourth and one, you know, or a third and one or whatever it was, fourth and one, I think. But um, – you know, that it's however it falls, man. You saw Preston drop into coverage a couple times. He kicked out. Highsmith drops into coverage. It's just what happens, man. It's it's why we got to nitpick everything. You know, it's a team team game, team sport. They got to play. You know, they just got to play together and play well. Um, We had some penalties and, you know, it, it ended up hurting us. I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. Let's see here. We got a super chat. Let's go to it first. And then we'll come back to the rest of the chat here. Let me mark my spot so I don't lose it. Um. Josh Martin said, Watson is bad. I'm all for trading him next year. Um, I disagree. Watson's a second-round pick. Watson's a second-round wide receiver, right? Watson wasn't drafted as a slam-dunk number-one receiver. We've seen him emerge as a number-one receiver last year, right? And now that he's not living up to what he established last year, now all of a sudden we want to trade him. Um, I respectfully disagree, Josh. Now, as far as the quote-unquote drops and all that, how many times are we going to watch Jordan Love throw into coverage? The defender bat the ball, and just because a receiver was in the area to possibly catch it, it's on the receiver. I'm so sick. I don't know when this became a thing. Where And this isn't towards you, Josh. This was other people on Twitter. I don't know when it became a thing that it's a positive for the quarterback to throw a ball where the DB can get his hand on it, and it's a negative for the wide receiver to not wrestle it away from him. I don't understand that. Like That's not how I look at how you should play offense. You know, if you want to play the 50-50 ball game, that's great. I just respectfully disagree, right? Now, was he great today? No. Was he number one receiver worthy? Absolutely not. Agree with you there, man. But as far as for trading him, I mean, his contract is so cheap. He's a guy who can stretch the defense. The problem is your quarterback hasn't been able to hit him stretching the defense. Had a one-on-one opportunity early, and Love melted out of bounds. 
And again, I think before the fourth quarter, Love played a pretty good game. You guys see me tweeting. He threw some absolute gems. Yeah. Touchdown to Romeo Dobbs, beautiful. The touchdown to Jaden Reed. Tim, the deep accuracy looked like it was coming alive. It just so happened there toward the end of the game. And I'm just going to say this, and I know I'm in the minority here, but that little trick play where we decided to throw 35 yards horizontally, I'm sorry, 25 yards horizontally, and then have our rookie wide receiver throw it back 35 yards horizontally. And because the guy drops the pass, it's, oh, well, look, it was a good play call. How many times are we going to say that? How, let me ask you this. How many times has that play worked this year? Zero. I, I really, I, I was thinking it might have worked once, but I could be wrong, Tim. I might be giving it the benefit of the doubt. And it's, why don't we look across the league and see how much, many times that play worked last year yeah, or the yeah. year before? Like, no, that. When we, we, we tried, we've tried this with a running back throwing a ball to a receiver. Now we have a receiver throwing a ball to a running back. Right. And, you know, to Jones's credit, I mean, yeah, he didn't catch the ball because, hey, a receiver is not going to throw a great pass. And mm -hmm. what was he supposed to do with it anyways? Mm -hmm. I mean, that play was absolutely sniffed out. See, I, I thought the same thing. They were like, well, he he should have caught it. Yes, he should have caught it. But it, and, and immediately the announcers, what did they say, Emilio? Well, you got like you got four jerseys over here. You could you throw a block. And I'm going, yeah. what are you looking at? Yeah. We got a wall. I'm like, dude, they are closing fast. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, and he, he could have threw a dime to, to Aaron Jones, and right. I don't think it would have mattered. We we would have lost yards on that. And I was eager to see the all 22. Yeah. It was what, third and 11? Like, why not right. run a nine and a dig underneath, clear out and, and hit? We did that three other times on third down and hit it on like a third and 15, I thought. so. I'd have took a draw play up the gut to create fourth and three and go for it on fourth down even before right. I before I'm trying a trick play in that you situation. Me, Tim? We only punt on fourth. You kidding me? <laughs> well, and Josh Martin, again, thank you for the super chat, buddy. Um, Togro with the super chat said, Jordan is good. Zach Tom, great. Watson is meh. I think Watson being meh is closer than, you know, Sam Watson's bad, me personally. And again, I could be wrong. It doesn't, you know, I'm not sitting out here saying people don't know what they're talking about. You guys hear my accent. You know, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> but I, personally, I, I think Watson is, is a above average wide receiver the way he's playing right now. Right. And one of those kind of floor receivers, if you will, right. When you're, you're rebuilding your receiver room, I'll tell you this though, boys, Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks and Luke Musgrave are the future of this receiving core. I know people mm -hmm. love Dobbs Dobbs with a great toe tap catch in the back corner of the end zone. Great play. But those guys are creating separation. They're getting open. They're making plays in, in big time uh, yeah. you know, situations, all that. Scramble drill. Jaden Reed saw it, you know, yep. popped over. All you got to do is get to space. Go to open grass. There's 53 yards and a half wide. Find some space. You've got, you've got room. And Jordan Love on the move. That's what I wanted to see a little bit more using his legs. And mm -hmm. I think it, I think it did help him, you know, when he, when he climbed and actually was looking. And then um, that one time he did run, you know, almost slipped away from TJ. But um, I also thought when we tried to run that read option there a couple of times with AJ Dillon, just to try to get him to bite, it seemed like they pulled a few plays from that Ravens game just to try to catch them, you know, catch them looking. But I agree. I think it's a good observation there. Uh, Togrel, again, thank you so much for the super chat, buddy. Um, I agree. Jordan was good today. If you if you if you remove those two interceptions at the end, I know I got you. Those are the biggest plays of the game. But you're down. You're trying to get it in the end zone. You're being a little more aggressive. That's why it's so frustrating. Um, some of the decisions he made, and, and like Mike points out right here, and again, Togro, thank you for the super chat. Mike Ebering said, why force that throw to the end zone on first on the first INT? 
completely agree. Uh, there was, you know, one time it was, what, a second and nine play, right? Second and nine. And he forced it and threw the interception. I think that's the one you're talking about. It's like you've got to – we've seen it all year too, guys. This isn't the first time he's done it, right? So if there's a negative you take away from Jordan's game, let's start with the positive. The positive, in my opinion, his accuracy is improving. It's not perfect. Believe me, it's still it, – it may not even be – I would say it's – I would say it's probably good right now in the last two games. I wouldn't say it's great. I definitely wouldn't say it's elite. His accuracy's improving, right? I feel like his timing's improving a bit. It's not perfect, but it's improving. And the big thing you're seeing now is the lack of awareness in down and distance, like Mike's pointing out. Am I wrong there, Tim? Did you see it the same way? Because it's like you've got you've got what two more downs to play for, right? Why are we trying to get it all in one? You know? I believe he had Dylan in the flat too. Um, Don't you say that to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I could be wrong, though. Like, again, we're not looking at film just yet. Initial reaction. But, yeah, I see that. It's a decision-making thing. And I agree with you. I think, you know, overall, we're not saying he's, he, he's great. But I think if you look at this time last month, how Jordan was playing, and now this this time here, a month removed, I do see a little bit more accuracy. I do see a little bit better timing. But then there are those plays where – we see poor decision-making. Um, we see standing in the pocket too long. Um, I was happy to see a couple throwaways today, finally. You know, it wasn't there. Scan, scan, pockets breaking down. I got nowhere to go. And you could see maybe that internal clock kicked in a little bit. You know, T.J. Watt breathing down your neck all day will do that to you. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that's not a knock on Zach Tom. Zach Tom was hands on the hip all day. He had all he could handle, but he was handling it for the most yeah. part, you know. So, um, but I think Jordan, uh, I, I would agree with that statement that there are still positives that we can, uh, we can pull out of this. Um, but then it's like, you know, it's two steps forward, one step back, it seems like sometimes. And, yeah. um, you know, you, you'd like to think he's seeing things a little bit better at this point this year, but you know, I don't know, but credit to our receivers. You're right. I mean, Wicks and Reed today, um, again, these guys are rookies and it, it still boggles my mind the way that they're playing. Definitely. Smug Industries with the Super Chat, and then we're going to go to Matt LaFleur at the podium. Uh, the youth sports parents are out in full force to defend Jordan Love. People blame Watson, but there's no rule saying Love has to force the ball to him in the end zone. It's exactly what we've been we've been saying, Smug. Completely agree. Listen, there's, there's enough fault to go around, right? Um, I think Jordan made mistakes. I think Christian should probably catch a couple of those 50-50 balls. I just am not a fan of everyone just all of a sudden pretending, not that you are, pretending that, okay, when you throw up a ball in a one-on-one situation, your receiver should come down with it. Football is not coached that way. I'm sorry it's not. Mm-hmm. But um, What do you think about that right there, Emilio, uh, with Smug Industries? Uh, you know, it's it's tough because, um, you know, with Love throwing that deep ball, we said it before. Why has he got to push it on, you know, those, those late runs? Um, he's always trying to get it. He's always trying to take too much bite out of the cake, you know, and we need to kind of let's like let's just take a piece off. And then we'll work at it. You know, we'll get down the field. But um, I really it's, you know, it's half and half. It's a you know, it's a team game. Like I said before, Love's got to throw it. Watson's got to catch him. You know, it happens for both. Um, you know, mistakes were fewer this time, but we're still having mistakes. The team is still trying to come together. Um, and uh, I, it's just it hurts because we want it to happen so fast. And not seeing it come together quickly is where we're getting frustrated with the team and wanting it uh you know, to move on to the next thing because we're not getting production. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to see Jordan Love's PFF grade because the interceptions hurt, obviously. It's right. going to drop it way down. If he hadn't had those picks, 
Um, I would say I, I probably say he would score in the mid to upper seventies, but he'll mm-hmm. probably drop into the sixties now. Would be my guess. Right. Um, but uh, thank you so much for the super chat, Smug. We appreciate you, buddy. Togra with the super chat says, "I don't think the throw to Watson was bad. Just a 50-50 ball. There is a reason it's called 50-50. He's young, first year as a starter. He'll get better. I agree. He should get better." Um, yeah. As far as the 50-50 ball, I mean, you're exactly right. That's what it is. 50% you catch it, 50% you don't. Problem is, you know, um, <laughs> you get you get another defender sweeping through as the ball's tipped. That 50-50 ball where it's just, oh, it's either going to catch or it's going to drop, ends up being a turnover. In no, the that's, that's a 70-30 ball. You <laughs> yeah. got a DB with a safety coming across. Right. You know, that ball shouldn't have been put there. That I, I'm sorry, that's not a 50-50 ball in my opinion. It's kind of mm-hmm. like you said, Clayton, like, you know, if we got him one-on-one and he's got a step or maybe even stride for stride, you might lay that ball out there, yeah. give your guy a chance to go out there one-on-one and make a play. But, man, you got to know what that defense is in. And you're running out of real estate up the sideline, man. You're going into the end zone. you got a sideline on your left side, a defender, uh, you know, stride for stride with you, and safety help coming from the weak side. Right. Ball shouldn't have been thrown, period. That, mm-hmm. that, you know, it is yeah. what it is, though. Right. Yeah. Right. And if he catches it, what are we saying, Emilio? What a great play. What a great play. That's (laughs) my quarterback. (laughs) Exactly. But um, no, I mean, but to that point, the Steelers were true to who they were. You know, they were plus nine or plus eight or plus nine, you know, 16 turnovers this year. They got two more. You know, if we said we had to protect the ball, it didn't happen. You know, yes, it came late in the game. um, But I, you know, when Matt was preaching back in the Saints game, you know, we got to be plus two. I'm wondering if he was preaching something along those lines this week and it just didn't turn out. We played better, you know, um, penalty wise. We had fewer of them, um, but we we still the turnover battle is always key. You know, you got to hold on to the pigskin. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of turnovers right there in the first quarter, that Keyshawn Nixon interception, like, yep. you could not have called a better coverage than Joe Barry called on that play. You had two defenders, both Rudy Ford and Keyshawn Nixon, there to jump the route. And Keyshawn Nixon jumps it perfectly, doesn't get the second foot in. I don't know if you guys seen Rasul Douglas, but he tweeted on <laughs> on did Twitter. You see Casey Hayward right underneath them too. What did he say? Or, yeah, Hayward was like uh he co-signed. He was like, Yeah, for real, man. Get your feet in. You yes. know, they were just little playful ribbing. But you know what, man? It wasn't like a tough grab and you know, drag your feet. Like it was just he just lost awareness, right? And again, that's that's another chalk it up Devondre Campbell later in the game. You know, kind of could have had another pick, right? That's two more interceptions yeah. in this game where the defenders mm-hmm. just didn't haul them in, right? Well, the the turnover we did create on the backwards pass didn't help us either, since we didn't we didn't get that. That that was that definitely, was next in the notes. Too. What a great play by Carrington Valentine to be alert to to see yeah. that ball on the ground and not quit on that play despite the refs blowing it dead. Foolishly, right. moron. Yep. Yeah, and he he finished that through, and then you had Rashawn over the top taking it into the end zone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to see that. If you're a coach, you definitely want to see that with your defense playing through uh, the end of the play. You know, it's never over till it's over. You know, trust your gut. But, but my gosh, I think the whole world saw a backwards pass there. I, I just mm-hmm. – that would hurt, man. We, we That would have put us in plus territory. We needed that. Yeah. And they preached and they preached to let it play out, you know. So, yeah, let's just blow it dead real quick on, on something real questionable like that. You know, when the, when the quarterback takes a seven-step drop and throws it forward, all right, blow it dead. But, dude, that yeah. was – and it was ah, – it was tough. And then to, to burn a challenge and a timeout in the process, try, just mm-hmm. trying to get it right when it should have been right on the field. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough, man. Uh, Godsmack, Godsmack AR6, I'm the uh, Super Chat. Appreciate you, pal. He says, time to give DeGuara 
um, the old Das Boot. Roadhouse. Is yeah, he's you're you're seeing guys. He's seeing less and less time on the field. His mm-hmm. he is on his way out. There's no doubt about yeah, it. We got a, a bigger dose of Tucker Craft today. That was noticeable. Mm-hmm. And he thumped him too. Did you see him thump T.J. Watt? Oh yeah. Okay. And I, he didn't, I didn't notice any situation where I was like, ah, oh, Tucker Craft. Like to me, it looked like he held yeah, his own. He had a nice grab him. over the middle too today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, absorbed a hit on it too. Um, so yep. yeah. Yep. That being said, uh, thank you so much, God Smack. We appreciate the. Uh, Appreciate the super chat, and that's definitely a swing and a miss by Goot there in the third round, no doubt. Togra with the super chat said, also don't get the call on third and 11, drawing that horizontal pass uh, like Love all day was converting those third and long uh, downs. Why just won't you let him pass? You know, if you guys seen, I, I tweeted out on Twitter, I said, once again, the defense stands tall, gives us an opportunity to win the game. Let's see if Jordan Love can do it. And then my next tweet, I just quote tweeted that and put, no, instead we're going to uh, – we're going to let our uh, rookie wide receiver throw the pass instead of our quarterback that we pretty much ran a, you know, four-time MVP out of it's town. Like LaFleur forgot that we don't have Randall Cobb anymore for plays like this. You know, we mm-hmm. could trust Randy on the gadget play because he played a little quarterback in his day. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think we have a guy like that in this right. <laughs> this receiver core. You know? But Matt trusts him, man. He he really trusts him to throw a ball to, to be – Task of rookie to throw a ball that many times this year. I mean, hey, get it in his hands, let him throw the ball. That's a lot of trust. And he's looking for him. You know, you're thinking play or not play. He's looking for him in those big moments. That deep in, you know, it's he likes Wicks, man, and he's been showing up. Yeah, Wicks, yeah. Wicks is like I said, he's leading the Packers according to PFF in separation yards on mm-hmm. his routes. So we've definitely got us one there. I think we got us one in Musgrave. Again, people making fun of Musgrave for falling down. Did you see where the pass was? Yep. It was on his back shoulder again, had all this open space down the seam, throws it behind him. People immediately the memes go flying that Musgrave doesn't have balance. He can't stand yeah. up straight. No, Jordan, that. Jordan knew that was a bad ball. Right as he threw it. I mean, Absolutely. he threw it behind the like behind the field goal post, man. Yep. Like yep. definitely. But yeah, we agree, Togro. That's a tough look, man. Um, you know, the, the goal is to go vertical. The goal is to go towards the goal line. And people, I'm telling you, man, they're all over the place saying, oh, it's a good play call, just bad execution. How many times are we going to say that? How many times before it's shame on me rather than shame on you, right? Like the fact that you're going to call that, that you want to throw the ball, like I said, 25 yards across the field, then 30 to 35 yards back across the field and expect, I mean, guys, you're talking about 60 yards, 60 yards, 60 air yards on one play to not gain one yard. I'm sorry, that's just low percentage play. You're trying to hit the home run, you don't have to hit the home run. The game, I felt like, was pretty well in hand. I felt like we had the momentum up till that point. We had the momentum, no doubt about it. So, uh, again, though, good things happened. A.J. Dillon had a great game. I don't know why, like I said in the, po- uh, the pregame show going in, just kind of felt like this was teed up for Dillon to have a good game. I wish he'd have got a few more carries, but then again, we've been screaming for Aaron Jones to get the ball, and Aaron Jones got completely shut out. Listen. I'm a big Aaron Jones fan, but if you see it, you got to say it. Um, either he's still not healthy or, unfortunately, Aaron has hit the wall. Um, and I, I didn't even want to say that live on the air, but I love Aaron Jones, dude. I, I don't want it to be over. But when you've seen him get the ball, granted, they were loading the box when he got the ball. A.J. Dillon looked like the better back today. And we got to look at the all 22 and, and look at the box cam and all that stuff. I got you. But uh, just tough to see. 
Jonesy out there fighting, and he doesn't look comfortable. Even on those catches, it seems like he's bobbling most of the catches. He dropped the pass from Tay Wicks that we're talking about. He just still doesn't look like himself. And I hope it. I hope it's not the end for Jones, man, because I, I love that dude. He's everything that's right about being a Green Bay Packer, there's no doubt. But, mm-hmm. again, Togro, thank you for the super chat. Josh Martin with the super chat says, outside of running fast, what does Watson do well? He can't high point the ball, doesn't fight for the ball, drops the ball, gets hurt a lot. Um, he can block. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing. But they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. He's been walking well this year. Amelia said he can walk. <laughs> you call me anything you want, but don't call me that. All right. I can't imagine that a receiver wants to wants to be called a good blocker and not good at anything else. No, man. But like how he he's got it. Dude, we didn't we didn't think Tay, you know, Tay was Tay a second year. I mean he, he was drops McGee. So Here you are bringing us back down to earth. Well, right? so I, I you know I like his hustle when he blocks. I do. Hirsch wants and wants to engage, you know, he gets up in the shoulder pads, but how are we gonna say um, you know, this early that we we know exactly who he's going to be right now, right in this moment, uh, when we have no idea what the future holds and how this team has been taking those, you know, little steps forward. We don't know what's going to happen coming into, you know, the end of the season next year, whatever, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's tough, man. Um, like I said, I'm a Watson fan. I want him to work out in no way, shape or form. Should I think we do? I think we should cut him or trade him. Um, but you know what? If uh, if there are other people creating more separation, if there are other people, you know, catching those contested balls, which I don't think they are, um, you know, all it means is you got more competition, man. You play the hot hand and and don't be afraid to play these rookies. I'm so proud of freaking Jaden Reed, uh, Luke Musgrave, and Dontavian Wicks. I'm telling you, they're really coming on, guys. Really coming on strong. And uh, Dobbs, you know, again the Tutter, right? Great catch in the corner of the end zone. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, good stuff. All right. Thank you again uh, for the super chat there, Josh. Mike Hebring with the super chat says, did Rashawn play today? Too much, not much since the signing, eh, bro? I immediately went to the stats because I felt the same way, Mike, and I know you've talked about it the last two weeks. But, again, you know, kind of felt like, okay, they may try to stop the run and be a little less aggressive on the edges. That didn't work. 
No. Right? <laughs> I think so, they were going for pick it each time. Even every time those edges were coming free on the on the you know the uh, outside handoff rollout sort of thing, they always went for pick it. They never crashed on the run. Right. Rashawn Gary had three tackles and one quarterback hit. Um, again, I, I didn't notice him much. Tim, did you notice him much out there, or did, did I just miss it? Because it, to me, there was one play I remember he did rush way up the field and gave up that scramble. But, again, I felt like that was on Devontae Wyatt. That was there on that last drive or next to last yeah, drive. I thought it was um, on Wyatt, too. Yeah, Wyatt just – I mean, he kind of spun back inside and just lost where he was at. And, again, when people ask, why is Wyatt grading so low, those are the type of things we're seeing. I've said it mm-hmm. every single week, Tim. It's like he just – he plays a bit reckless, right? Great pass rusher. He and Kenny ran a TT stunt early, hit home, caused pressure, forced a third down incompletion, and made him punt. But uh, outside of just strictly pass rushing, man, it's just the guy just he. I don't know. He he doesn't play with with good balance, and it kind of goes with uh, what uh, Mike Wall always says, right? Where he says, you know, how you arrive at confrontation determines how you handle confrontation. Mm-hmm. And he just seems like he's not a very good tackler, and he just can't get his balance. And, uh, and awareness towards the ball carrier. But what did you think of uh, Rashawn Gary today, Tim? Did you see anything different there, buddy? No, I see it, see it that way. You know, pretty quiet day. Um, I just referenced him flying in on that that backwards pass, you know, finishing that play. That was something I noticed. Falling on the ball, taking it in the end zone. And, of course, you know, we didn't get we didn't get much benefit out of that, but he was in on that. But, yeah, pretty, pretty quiet day from Rashawn. And you're right, I, I don't want to – Got to be careful here. I don't want to knock Rashawn, but the trend is looking like more and more that he's kind of one dimensional, you know, mm-hmm. and granted that one dimension that he's in, he's owning it. You know, he's a very technical rusher, does a lot of things with his hands and his feet there. You talk about body control and balance there rushing off the edge, but that's kind of it. You know, pursuit to the flat, um, you know, taking bad angles, uh, like you said, against the run, not a strong suit, which is kind of the case for a lot of our defenders, unfortunately. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, pretty quiet day from Rashawn. Now, granted, it's this is it's been two weeks since the signing, so we'll give him a little, yeah. little more time. But yeah, it doesn't, you know, kind of coincidentally here, it doesn't look great. You just got a big truck trunk full of money, and uh, you're kind of underperforming a little bit. Uh, what do we have snap counts on him? Because I saw a lot of Kingsley and Igbari peppered in out there today, too, at, mm-hmm. especially on rundowns. We saw that. We'll have the snap counts in the morning for sure. I don't have okay. them right now. Uh, I, I kind of felt like he was on the field more today than he has been. But, again. That's what I was thinking. Like, it seems odd that he'd be so quiet because I feel like he got his most most opportunities today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. did feel like I saw LVN a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We saw some Van Ness reps for sure. Yeah. yeah. There was another play, too, where it was an inside cutback where you could tell LVM was trying to set the edge and whoever was playing on the backside, they bit on the toss. It was a quick toss play cut back inside and whoever came up on the late rotation, I don't know if it was a safety or who, but they over pursued outside and him and LVN ran into each other when he should have stayed back just a touch. And, and again, you're talking about Monday morning quarterbacking right here, right? Because sure, sure. we've talked about over and over how, God, why, why are these guys so late to the ball? Why aren't they more aggressive, right? Well, there's a situation where they were overly aggressive and it cost them a first down, if I remember correctly. But uh, Tolgrove with the Super Chat, thank you, sir. He said, uh, bro, Josh Martin got me really thinking about Watson. <laughs> Josh Martin over here winning them over, winning them over for sure. The chat is absolutely lit up. I'm going to do my best to kind of get, uh, I don't want to say caught up, but try to 
hit on some of these regular chats in here. I do like Kylo's point right there while we're working on through the chats, Clayton. Uh, This offense couldn't do anything weeks ago, 400 yards today. I think they had at 399, whatever. Um, That's a win. Not going to be the greatest show on turf year one of a new era. You know, that's it, really. Like, we've been begging for this. Jordan Love almost broke his 300-yard game. I think he was, what was it, 289 and Um, 2-2. So those two picks that didn't happen in the last three minutes, we would be freaking out if he was 289 with, you know, two touchdowns or whatever. You know, we have no idea what could have happened different, but – um, it's just exciting to see that we are making those little steps. It's just not, you know, we're not winning those close ones. It's a game of inches. It was a couple things this way, a couple things that way that didn't roll. Um, and it, it's what happens, man. Yeah, just yeah once again, of- another game that we're in. We were in the mix all day long today. You know, it was never never out of, out of reach, you know. Just couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, definitely. No doubt about it. Let's see here. Uh, we got Brooke with the super chat. Brooke, I had your regular chat mark there. I was going to read it, but thank you for the super chat. Um, said, why didn't we try to score at the end of the first half? Uh, you know, it was that play, and and everything's a blur to me, Brooke. I think the guys, when we talked about it offline, said there was a penalty that kind of forced them back a bit is what we're thinking. And, again, we we, we don't like to make too many comments without, uh, without going back and watching it, but – I agree. This whole first half thing. And again, this is something if you listen to the play callers, it's something that Kyle Shanahan talked about. You know, he said when he was a young coach coming up under his dad, his dad said, um, you know, first of all, Kyle was calling the plays in Washington for his dad. And as the head coach, I was a quarterback. Okay, Kyle wasn't OCing for old man Shanahan out there. Right? So he uh, he would call it a Hail Mary before halftime and the ball got picked off and his dad like cussed him out on the way to the locker room. And said, what are you doing? You know, comment. He's like, he's like, you kid me? Like, he's like, I'm trying to score points. And uh, Mike Shanahan, Kyle's dad, said something along the lines of, yeah, now my quarterback's going into halftime with an extra interception on the stat sheet. And Kyle said, well, I don't care what the stat sheet looks like. I'm trying to score points and win a game, right? And that sounds logical to me for the most part. But then Kyle said as he got older in his career, now he finds himself coaching the same way because it matters. Confidence matters, right? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. It's kind of a tough look. Um, when you don't even try to score there, they went very conservative. But it seemed like something happened in the early downs. It might have been a penalty. It might have been a loss of yards. Something kind of pushed them back a bit. I still would have tried to score. That's just me personally. Um, but uh, I can kind of understand the uh, the sentiment either way. But thank you for the super chat, Brooke. We appreciate it. Uh, Mike Ebring with the super chat said, Gary PFF, 50.4 with the Vi- versus the Vikings, 61.6 versus the Rams. Steelers. If I had to guess what his PFF grade is against the Steelers today, um, God, it's hard to tell. I, I would I would probably say in the 60s would be my guess. I didn't see too many plays, if any, where I was like, man, Gary really blew it there. But he was a non-factor, and typically that puts you somewhere in the 60s, you know, if you're just kind of, you know, in between there. But uh, let's do this. Let's uh, Thank you all for the Super Chat. Really appreciate it. We'll get back to those here in just a second. I want to share the screen here and see what Coach LaFleur had to say real quick. Then we'll get back to some statistics and things like that as well. Um, let me see if I can find it here. All right, here we go. Here's Coach LaFleur at the podium a few minutes ago. Um, and like many times that we've seen on tape, their defense makes a play. They got two picks to, to kind of close it out. And um, I thought there was a lot of things that we did well in, in all three phases. And then there's some things that were just really killer. Uh, a couple plays here and there. Um, Obviously, offensively, the, the turnovers in the red zone was 
was a problem today defensively stopping the run we had way too many missed tackles and then on special teams anytime you get a pat blocked i mean it, it just changes some of the decision making at the end of a game where you're going for touchdowns instead of uh having the option that's a great point i didn't think about that game up um but i do think that there there was a lot of good that came out of this in terms of just we knew we, we challenged our team to go out there and compete for four quarters. And I felt from the, the opening kickoff to the final whistle, we, we did that. And um, I'm confident if we continue with this, that we will end up on the other side of this. How do you think Jordan handled that last one-minute situation in the beginning of that field? Yeah, I mean, he put us in position to win the game. We had an opportunity there. I thought, uh, you know, when we moved, when we checked the ball down to Aaron Jones, I thought there was an opportunity to get out of bounds right there, and we didn't. And that was critical because that wasted a ton of time. Um, and it, it, we would have had a couple opportunities at the end of the game. It was like 20 seconds or so. It felt like forever. He was trying to get us in a position where um, we were going to have one of the receivers chip the edge. That took too long. Uh, just the whole operation there was not good enough. Um, but I did think he made a couple plays, a couple throws to put us in position to have a shot, to at least take a shot at the end zone. What were you looking for from the 16 on that last play? Well, it's a play that we practice all the time um, as an end-of-game play. And, you know, most good defenses like Pittsburgh has, they're, they're going to defend the goal line. And you try to run a corner out to flush a defender out of there and you hit – basically an in-cut behind it, and, you know, they didn't back up. Matt, the, uh, um, did you get any clarification on, any further clarification on the uh, the lateral that they ruled a forward pass? Was there any further discussion after that? <laughs> did you see a giggle? <laughs> pretty clear to me, but somebody else felt differently. So It was clear to us too, Matt. I guess I was wrong. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you saw from your run defense? I mean, two, in the last two weeks, you know, two and a half yards of play in the, this week, two hundred yards. Anything you can kind of kind of gather from your run defense today? Yeah, a lot of missed tackles. Um, we knew where they were going to run, try to run the football, and they did it better than we did. They went out there and executed better than we did. We had a lot of calls designed to stop the run, and they were still gashing us. So um, it it certainly wasn't good enough. Anytime, I want to say, what was it five? Five and a half yards a carrier, roughly. Um, you know, you can't give up almost 200 yards rushing in this league and expect to win football games. There you go. Exactly what y'all point. You know, in the third quarter, I think you had six or seven times you got off the field on third down, went ahead with field goal. Did you feel like you were kind of gaining momentum at some point, you know, in the second half before their, their field goal? Started? I did, but I thought we, we kicked too many field goals, you know. we, we When you get in position to go uh, score touchdowns, you got to convert and – you know, I got to go back and look at the tape and see why we got stopped. But, uh, um, yeah, we just – those are those are missed opportunities in my mind. Coach, were you happy with the offensive line? All right, let's, let's do this. Since, uh, since we were already kind of talking about the, uh, the play there, I've actually got it from my tweet earlier today. I'm going to pull it up here, and let's look at it here and see if anyone disagrees that this is a backwards pass here. Can you guys see this? Mm -hmm. All right, That's green-based football. I love how you said that's Green Bay football. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right there where, where it just works its way back. That's the Coriolis effect. You know, the earth is spinning the ball. That's why they didn't give us the call. It was because they said that was a natural, you know, 
Look at where the ball is when Kenny throws it, okay? Look where it leaves his hand, right there, right? Okay. Yeah, where's that ball going? That ball ain't going forward. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> it comes back across those stairs. Yeah. What, what I love, too, is they the, the guy, you know, Sterator said, um, well, you know, the angle doesn't – the angle make, should make it look like it's going forward more because the, yeah. the angle is behind. It'd be different if it was in front, right? So you're getting kind of that opposite effect of what he's trying to say. But, yeah, that was a – that's a tough call, guys. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Man, that's it. A, Matt, that know, is really, really tough. Yeah, you and, know, and on the uh, blocked PAT, you know, I alluded to this last week, man. Left side of the line is a liability on place kicking, and that's what got our extra point blocked today. I believe it was DeGuara who, who absolutely whiffed and blocked nobody mm-hmm. on that extra point, and it cost us. Yeah, definitely did. Chris Ann said, Matt LaFleur makes me want to hurt myself. <laughs> um, Cheesehead Murph says, agreed, Mike. I keep saying that. Uh, circumstances are different if he does block him and we make it. Um, let's see here. I like what Steve Israel says. Is Emilio trying to look like Matt LaFleur? <laughs> nah, nah, come it's on. Too- Mine comes in a lot. I, cre- I created a kind of a watch party slash chat that we could jump in and out of during the game. And I looked down and I seen someone join. It was it was Emilio, but I was like, "Who's?" Him? And it said, "What did it say? What it was your Mexican name?" Mexican Italian. <laughs> it just said Mexican Italian. So I guess he's trying to be French now too, looking like Matty Lafleur over there. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, Jake Shavink said, "Steratore backing up the ref, ruling on the broadcast was so predictable." Oh yeah, said, exactly. Yeah, Steratore was stumbling over his words a little bit too. Yeah, well, I I know how you feel, but you know, it's it, <laughs> it's kind of, they kind of called it, you know, and yeah, and you know. uh, Charles Davis, who was talking there on the broadcast, you know, he's from Elizabeth. Did you know that, Emilio? Is he, he? Went, to, went to Elizabeth in high school right up the road up there in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. He, he ain't blowing smoke up here. And he's like, I don't care what you say, dude. That's a backwards pass. Like, come on. And stood his ground on it, too. Yeah. Robert Allen throwing up the 250 rubies or whatever it is. I, I can't remember. <laughs> what he's I, I remember the first time. Philippine he peso. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I think so. They got it. Yeah. My bad. Rubies. The rubies. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm ignorant. Uh, the first time he donated like this, I immediately was ready to message him and go, "Hey, what's your Venmo? I'm sending that back to you." Because I thought he did 250 dollars. So yeah, um, thank goodness, a little bit different in uh, currency there. But he said, "I saw progress." I said, "Ruby." So <laughs> I, saw, I saw progress on most fronts, but the run defense was hard to watch. Need a Vita Vey top in the middle. Um, in my opinion, Texas kid, 360 pounds, looks like looks good. And it was a lateral. Agree with all of it, Pam. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't have that that guy up front that can play both the run and the pass. You know, Kenny has just not been that guy. And he got after the quarterback again today, Tim. Um, it's so tough though because if you're going to pay that kind of money to someone, man, they better they better be top five at their position, no doubt. Yep. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh oh, they're going after my boy here. Lance Dominguez says quarterback's bad. Defensive oh, coordinator boy. is bad. Play calling is trash. Thanks for coming. Appreciate you dropping through, yeah, brother. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Omer said, "Oh, look, he's got the coat. Look, he's got the crying the floor oh, back no. the profile pick. <laughs> Coach is trash, and his assistants uh, no better. Fire him off. He says, clean house. He gives it the Donald Trump effect. You're fired. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Cheesehead Murph, uh, uh, Wheeling. What do you say, Carlson? Okay, Carlson and Wheeling." Have been I did I was like I didn't know it was his first name Carlson and Willen <laughs> have been a bright spots as well on special teams. Uh, it's been blocking um, the the block kick really did hurt like Lafleur said and uh, 
you know, I didn't really think about it until he mentioned it just now. That does kind of change how the rest of the game plays out as far as play con and all that good stuff. So um, as far as the rest of my second quarter notes, we'll get back to the chat here in a second game. Um, the uh, As far as the second quarter notes, uh, first down incompletions, inexcusable. I mean, you you got your running game going. I think A.J. Dillon uh, in the second quarter, was that's where he hit that, what, 39-yard gain, whatever it was. Yep. And then the very next – I mean, you get right back to the line of scrimmage, and what did you do, Tim? You come out and you threw on first down. You ran on second down. You threw on third down. You're punting, right? You're just getting away from those first down runs. You got keep the keep the freaking pe- keep your foot on the pedal, man. Keep your foot on the gas. Drive them you into. You shouldn't have to say that. Lafleur was the all gas no break. What happened to that, Matt Lafleur? You know, just trying to. You're right. Good. We we finally got one. We got a chunk run out of AJ Dillon today. Yeah, it was a thing of beauty. We didn't do much with it. You're yeah. correct. We also got a 50-yard kickoff return from Keyshawn Nixon that we threw in the toilet and flushed. We did nothing with that drive either, mm-hmm. you know? So you're right. Oh, we're going to give him some <laughs> We also gave him a half field on a kickoff, giving it the ball out of, out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. What else y'all got? Keep them going. <laughs> Hey, too bad we didn't have any of them left-handed footballs, right, Clayton? Hey, man, that, that might have made a difference. Hey, you got any left-handed footballs? <laughs> I don't know, man. I know this. I, I agree with the chat, though, about Sterator. I really think I got some that, advice for y'all. Take two weeks off, then quit. Uh-huh. That's my That's advice for Sterator right there. Um, yeah. Oh, Lord, look at Chris in. Now he's just in here being stupid. Mm-hmm. Hire Michael Floor. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, tough. It's a tough one. All right, third quarter notes. Mike John Nixon, 49-yard return. Um, then you had uh, – well, first of all, uh, they're late in the second quarter. You know, you had that love pass to Reed in the corner of the end zone. Absolute dime. What a beautiful throw. Perfect accuracy. Great job shielding the defender, slowing down a little bit to body him off and make the catch. Um, then Love and Jones in the passing game really started to heat up there in the third quarter. You had Musgrave with the 37-yard grab. And then, of course, uh, you get the explosive play when when uh, when Pittsburgh got the ball back. And guess what, guys? It was press man. Press man, 28-yard throw, back shoulder down the sideline. It's just – it's tough, man. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, when you give up explosive plays, it leads to extra points, obviously. It triples your opportunity to uh, to score on that drive. So that was a tough look there. Um, anything stood out to you guys in the third quarter with anything I said there? Obviously, like you said, Tim, the Keyshawn Nixon kick return, huge. Uh, too bad we couldn't uh, maximize it. I don't think they scored a touchdown on that play, did they? Or on that drive, did they? I can't remember exactly. I oh. don't no, we three and outed. We three and outed after yeah, a yard kickoff return. Yeah, well, like, we, well, Tim, what happened was we were right in that butter zone of like the 45 to like 35, and Matt LaFleur like wants to take a five yard penalty and then punt it. You know, that's kind of like where we love to sit. Yeah, right, yeah, in yeah. Opposing territory. But it's it's just so frustrating, right? Yeah, you get, oh, smart. You get a return from your guy. That's literally what Keyshawn is paid to do, other than play slot corner. He's here to return kicks. And he breaks one off for us. We got momentum. It's time. And what do we do? Yeah, I believe we threw on first down on that on that uh, drive as well. Uh, we'll have to, you know, don't quote me on that, but we'll have to look at the the <laughs> film. But yeah, man, I, I felt like we made somewhat of an effort to run the ball today. Uh, like you said, Dylan clearly the the best foot forward. But um, let's stop listening to me and go to QB one here instead. <laughs> nice transition. I love that. Here we go. AJ, we've seen earlier this season times when you've kind of gone downfield in that situation. What went through your, your thought process of, of taking what was there and, and living from the next play? 
Yeah, well, um, the play we had, they, they did a good job just kind of covering the outside, um, not letting us get out of bounds where we're trying it to. Um, and, you know, really it's fourth and two. I'm just trying to get the first down right there, get a clock so we get a, you know, ensure another play there, take a shot at the end zone. Um, so, yeah, that was really thinking right there. <clears throat> Jordan, the, obviously the offense in general was a lot better as far as start to finish today than some other games, but not to be rude, but are you getting sick of losing games this way with these final possessions? No, I yeah. love it. Um, you know, it's very frustrating. Um, like I said, I mean, we've been put in the situation a, a lot of times and we have not found a way to win it. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is frustrating, but, you know, we just got to find a way, um, dig deeper. But it comes down to, you know, so many different plays in the game throughout the course of the game that, um, you know, just we can execute better and take advantage of some of those situations. And I don't even think we'll put ourselves in this position at the end of the game. But, uh, yeah, we, we got to definitely find a way. What did you kind of see on that first interception to, to Christian Watson? That time? What, were, what were we trying to put the ball, I guess, and, and just the, the overall thoughts on the play? Yeah, we ran a double move on the outside. You know, we ran a out earlier and uh, they kind of they jumped it a little bit. So uh, ran the double move. Um, you know, I thought I was able to get Christian over the top and um, I was trying to put the ball over the top where only he can get it. Um, the DB was able to make a, a good play, get a hand on it, tip it up. Um, so, yeah. Did you feel like you left that throw a little short? Is there anything that you could have done differently or is that just a hell of a play by the DB? I haven't seen it yet on film, but, uh, you know, I, I, it might have been short, you know, with him to be able to get a hand on it. You know, I mean, it was a terrific play by him, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you look at it and say, I wish I would put it a little bit more out there, you know, where only Christian can get it and make a play on it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, kudos to him. He made a great play. That first play of, of the final drive there, what, first of all, in that situation, what's going through your mind? And were you able to even see Jaden make that catch? He got leveled pretty good on the play. <clears throat> yeah, um, you know, like I said, the, starting the two-minute drive off, we've got a minute left. Um, we know we need some chunk plays right there. Um, so, you know, they, they – you know, I worked on my progression um, and, you know, I was trying to throw the ball more downfield and, you know, I got hit on it. So the ball drifted left. Um, and I don't even know if the safety was able to see where the ball was at, but Jerry made a great play right there, tracking the ball down, making a catch and obviously getting out of bounds right there. So that was a huge start to the drive. Yeah. All right. Um, that was QB one. Like I said, we may go back to the podium if anyone else talks. Um, I will say this as he was talking there, you know, coming down to that, down the stretch of that last, that fourth down interception, um, or I'm sorry, this final play of the game, the interception in the end zone. Remove that play. He took them right down the field, didn't he? It mm -hmm. just hit me as he was talking. I was sitting there going, you know what, man? I mean, they game on the line, pushing the ball down the field, right? In like, like 40 said, seconds. Yeah, yeah. And bad decision, like I said, throwing to, to Jonesy in the flat, not getting out of bounds. That's probably more on Jones, right, Tim, than, than Love not yeah. getting out. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, I didn't love that. When he cut back inside, I was like, Jonesy, I would have loved the no gain, get out of bounds. Then maybe love, you know, wouldn't have – but like we said, that's a game of inches. He That split-second decision for Jones to cut inside instead of cutting outside cost us another 12 seconds that love could have used to throw another inside slant further down the road, further down the field, not having to throw that deep ball. So, um, yeah, it really is just a little everything. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Josh Martin said, how, how were we on our predictions – all right. So obviously I'm just going to, I'm going to filter this down to the people who picked the Steelers to win. All right. We only had three, three listeners that had the Steelers winning. And the one that came closest to the best of my knowledge is Jake Chavink. He had Pittsburgh 20 to 16. What did it end up being? 23 to 19. 19. Yeah. So 
pretty close. He picked the winner, and I'd say he got closer than anyone. And by four, yeah. I mean, of course, Jake's, you know, the brainiacs. He's always cooking, I'm telling you. Absolutely. Tim, you said 2017 Green Bay, pretty close as far as, you know, the final score. Um, I said 17-14 Green Bay. Of course, in the first half, I was pretty close, right? But uh, (laughs) funny how that works. Uh, Yeah, let's see. Uh, Omer said 9-3 to Steelers, and he said it did go to extra innings. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) let's see what else we got in here Uh, real quick in the chat. We're approaching the 50-minute mark. Um, Fourth quarter notes. Let's do that real quick, okay? LaFleur with the trick play. Get those cheeks out of here. I can't stand it. I just I'm so sick of it. Uh Ballantyne had back-to-back pass breakups with them testing him deep. Ballantyne, I, I'm expecting Ballantyne to have a pretty good score, guys. Did he get called for any penalties? You guys remember? I don't think he did. Mm, I don't think so either. If he didn't expect his PFF grade to be right there in the top three, maybe top five on the team. That's just my personal guess there. Um more missed tackles in the fourth quarter. Again, I, I didn't see it as a scheme thing. I just seen bad execution, bad tackling. Mm-hmm. Um, second down uh, interception, absolutely huge. Like I said, you, you got two other downs to work with. Why force it back there to Watson? Of course, you heard QB1 talking about that just now. The defense, again, I've got to give credit to the defense because two different occasions, the very end of the game, you needed stops. They got you stops, right? And they put they give your offense a chance to go down and win the game. And then, of course, the uh, – the, the second love INT there at the end of the game, which that's one of those plays three seconds left. You just got to give you guys a shot, right? So, uh, Tim, what else do you got, man? Anything else you want to hit on? And we'll wrap up with the chat here. I d- just shout out my buddy Tony in the chat. Uh, this time this time next year, everyone will have had faith in Jay Love since day one. Oh, no <laughs> I doubt, love it. No doubt about it. Love it, Tony. I love it. I love it. Um, but, no, you know what, Clayton, where you're talking about the defense, man, you know, it's an absolute – miracle of the football gods and our our Packer faith as fans that we gave up 205 yards of rushing and found ourselves in this game all day yeah I mean we they ran all through us and it's so frustrating and it was you know LaFleur said it himself you know we had calls designed to stop the run and we still got gashed and we saw that like time and time again and then you know going back to the offense there were times that I saw Single high safety with Pittsburgh, and we're in a run set, boxes loaded, and we're running right into the teeth of this defense. Why are we not checking out and taking a shot in these situations? And then we get safety help, and we get a bomb over the top into double coverage. <laughs> so there's there's still kinks and things being ironed out here uh, on both sides of the ball. But, you know, there's something about this team, man, because, you know, Again, another uh, very close game, a game we were in literally to the last second. So, you know, it's not all bad, guys. We have to find some positivity, and there were some bright spots today for sure. Yeah, definitely. Emilio, what you got, buddy? Just adding to Tim's point there, I mean, it feels like everything we talked about this week came in came into perspective. You know, turnovers were big. Um, the uh, You know, we saw a couple of those sprint lefts that, that we saw on tape. We saw um, Warren, like I said, five – 5'8", 215, bowling ball, nobody could tackle him. Seemed like he popped off 10-yard runs every time. Um, you know, missed tackles were big. LVN tried to uh, tackle Najee high. It's just little things, man. It's It really is. It, I feel like we are close as a team. That's why Matt's, you know, I feel like that's why he's, you know, so behind the team and everything like that. We do have talent. It's there. It's just hasn't all come together. Sometimes we're shooting ourselves in the foot with penalties. Sometimes it's special teams mistakes, a little bit of everything today. 
um, you know, offensive, defensive mistakes. Just yeah. kind of tough, man. Rob Domofsky had an interesting tweet. He tweeted out, um, you know, roughly an hour ago during the game, he said, that was Jordan Love's fourth INT this season when targeting Christian Watson. He has nine total for the season. And then he quote tweeted that and put, make that five INTs when targeting Watson this season. Uh, game over. So, Oh, yeah, after the second one. Yeah. yeah, it's tough, man, because uh, it, to me, it's not anything against Christian Watson. It's you're you're trying to force it to him is the mm-hmm. way I see it. Throw yeah. to the open receiver. Let's stop with the jump ball crap. Right. And, and again, if you think that Christian Watson is Randy Moss 2.0, I respectfully disagree. If they think the game plan should be let's just throw a jump ball to Christian Watson. I disagree with the play call. I disagree with the decision. I disagree with the coaches. But uh this whole thing that that you know Christian Watson's just absolute trash because he doesn't haul in 50-50 balls. I don't like that game plan going in. And, right. and it's just my personal preference. I'm a very boring football fan. Um, but with that being said, it's just kind of oh sorry, Clayton. Am I no, you're good. I'm just saying, it's just with that, with that, I mean, he's always thinking play or not play. It's just tough if he's always thinking Christian Watson and not, hey, you know, you know, Wicks has been my player today, or you know, Jay, you know, Jordan Jaden Reed has been my player today. Anything like that, I just, um, you know, we got to kind of look outside of that. And honestly, on those last ones, I'd rather see a hook and lateral. When they're all on the line like that, I'd rather see something, you know, a little bit more school, you know, backyard, you know, kind of pitch it around. Because everyone's sitting on the line anyway. You're not, it's not like you're going to hum it in there real easy. Right. Yeah. Um, Tim, we're good. You got anything else before we give this jersey away? Um. Bal and, Bal and Val, man. Bal yeah. and Val. That's all I'll say. Um, they were coming hard at Valentine today. Yeah. The times. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And um, I think Valentine will have a low score, but it's mainly because of that penalty, you know? Yep. But yep. go ahead, though. There was something else you were going to say. I'm sorry. I just thought it was cool to see uh, Corey Valentine getting picked on all day. They were they were targeting. They were going his way, picking on him all day long, and he yep. wasn't having any of it. And yep. so that's a, a bright spot in this secondary. And – uh we got to say it, man. Yeah, we gave up 205 rushing yards on the ground today, but TJ Slayton, man, I, feel, yeah. I felt like TJ Slayton is earning his paycheck up front, and uh, that's another bright spot. So yeah. that's all I got. Let's give away a jersey, man. Let's do it. Yeah, TJ Slayton, eight tackles. Let's run through the stats real quick one last time. Jordan Love, 21 of 40 for 289 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, a rating of 71.8. A.J. Dillon. Nine carries for 70 yards, 7.8 a pop. Aaron Jones, 13 carries for 35 yards, 2.7 a pop. Jaden Reed led, led all receivers. He had five targets, caught every single target thrown his way. Five catches, 84 yards, and a tutter. Uh, Luke Musgrave got targeted four times, had two catches for 64 yards with a long of 36. Dontavian Wicks, three catches, 51 yards with a long of 32. Romeo Dobbs, three catches, 31 yards with a tutter and a long of 20. Uh, Christian Watson was targeted five times, only had two catches for 23 yards. And then if you slide down to the defensive side of the ball, Rudy Ford, 10 tackles. I will say this, though, he should have had 15. That guy missed a lot of tackles today. I'm expecting a lower grade for him personally. Mm-hmm. Shaking um, Isaiah, the bus off. Yeah, exactly. Isaiah McDuffie, 10, uh, 10 solo ta- – I'm sorry, 10 total tackles. One quarterback hit, had a good game. I'm expecting his grade to be pretty decent. Jonathan Owens, eight tackles, one pass uh, defended. Like you said, T.J. Slayton, eight tackles, four of those were solo. Uh, Corey Ballantyne, six tackles, two uh, two passes defensed. And then Preston Smith, four tackles, 
had a sack, a tackle for a loss, and a QB hit. So uh, Preston Smith showed up to play again today. All right, let's do it. Let's give away a jersey. Can I get uh, sneak one more thing in before we before we yeah. do that? Go ahead, man. Keyshawn Nixon continues to play solid in the slot, much to uh, the dismay of our early predictions. Uh, I feel like he had another solid game um, in the slot today. So mm-hmm. shout out to Keyshawn Nixon, more than just a returner. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I just wish he'd get those toes in on that pick. I mean, yeah. imagine if he if he hauls in that interception. And then uh, Sterator and his crew gets their head. Well, it wasn't his crew, but the officiating crew gets their head out of their rear end. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they wasn't more confused in a fart in a fan factory than we probably win this ball game. Hey, and if I'm not Lafleur, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, you know give him a little hell in the locker room, jokingly, and say, "Hey, man, I keep hearing you want to get inserted into this offense. You gotta <laughs> you gotta come up with those balls on this yes, sideline." Yeah, that, that I think that would be a fair uh, a fair way to handle it. That would have given them their plus two if that's what Matt was preaching. I'm just yep. saying. Yeah. All right, guys. Here it is. This is for the autographed Dave Robinson jersey. And uh, cool. what we're going to do, all the YouTube members who had become YouTube members by midnight last night or 11.59 last night, um, what we did was put your name on the list. We got 106 entries here. We're going to spin it three times, okay? The first one to draw, that's the first place winner. If we can't get a hold of them in an ample amount of time, we'll move on to the second winner. Can't get a hold of them. We'll move on to the third winner. Also, if you've already won a piece of memorabilia from us, and uh, and you win, don't feel obligated to give it away. You know what I mean? It's the reason you guys are subscribers every month. So if you win, you win. Um, not subscribers, but YouTube members of the PTA Posse. Uh, but if you want to be kind and uh, and give that piece of memorabilia away, since you already won one, I think that's uh, also a cool thing to do. Y'all ready to spin it? Let's do it. Right, somebody hit me with the drum roll. Big money, no whammy. Big money, no whammy. Big money, no whammy. No whammy. Stop. Uh, oh, what do we got? Gunsmoke game. All right, Gunsmoke game. Right. It got landed on Emilio, and I'm sorry, Emilio. I need to take you off that list. <laughs> you, you, are, you are a YouTube member, but I, I left it on there and was like, you know what? If uh, if Emilio wins it, I'm going to make him handpick somebody and give it away. So oh, that's been fun. It. Yeah. You missed it by two. All right, here we go. All right. In case Gunsmoke Games doesn't come forward, um, if you're in the chat, speak up now, please. But if not, um, like I said, just reach out in an email. I have a way to verify that it is you. So uh, no cheating out there, guys. Don't be trying to create a fake account. I will call you out on it, and you will be blocked from the channel. All right, here we go. Big money, no whammy. Big money, no whammy. Stop. Oh, what do we got? Hasting. Ooh. Zarmonsky, is that right? Zarnopsky. Zarnopsky. Sounds like a GTA character, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right. All the auto-generated ones. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so one more spin here, just in case those two don't come forward. That's a good spin. That's a good spin. What do we got? It's a good spin. You put some weight into that one. Oh, look at here. Tim Tebow's younger brother, Jason Tebow. Nice. What? There you Dude. go. All right. All right. So, like I said, um, we will uh we'll we'll reach you guys reach out in an email. Okay. If you're in the chat, just go ahead and speak up. But again, the uh the first place winner there um for Gunsmoke. the autographed uh Dave Robinson jersey is Gunsmoke Games. If they don't come forward, it'll be Casey Zarnowski. And then if they don't come forward, it'll be Jason Tebow. So appreciate everybody. Uh, being YouTube members, you guys are awesome. It means the world sure. to us. I also want to uh, 
give a special shout out to all the super chats. You guys really drove the conversation down. It was a great conversation too. Um, Josh Martin, Toll Grill, Mike Hebring, Smug Industries, uh, Godsmack AR69. Um, let's see who else we got here. You guys did multiples too. Really appreciate it. Robert Allen with the rubies. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> really, really appreciate everybody Bro. super chatting. Brooke, it was good to see you in here too. Um, absolutely awesome that you uh, you dropped through. I think you make a good point on that at the end of the first half. I really do. It's just, uh, you know, just two different ways of really looking at it. Um, to put it this way, if they get aggressive and they throw a pick there, you know what we're all saying. Why aren't we just sitting on the ball, right? But uh, kind of the worst of both worlds whenever you uh, you see them just kind of, you know, opt out to, to not do anything and then you end up losing the game by, what, four points, so – um, could have had a field goal there at the end. Look, Paul Robertson carrying on the Eric Sutherland tradition of saying it's rigged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I giggle every time I look at his profile pic, man. I love it. I've got to get that sound bite. I'm going to do that. Jake K's got one uh, special request here before we go. If somebody could read that for me. I can't read it very well. Yeah, it has a six, a five, and a percent symbol there. What does 65%? that mean? 65%. 65%. <laughs> That's what we. Got one of the creepiest profile pictures, too. Look at that. That's mm-hmm. uh, all right, we're out of here, guys. Really appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Um, again, tough loss as the Packers lose 23-19 to 19 in Pittsburgh. Um, got a couple more questions answered today, right? I feel like that. I think we've got a young receiving core emerging as playmakers, and I think you're, you're starting to see some of these younger guys kind of separate themselves and, uh, and you know, kind of uh, put their bidding in to be the number one and number two receiver moving forward. I think Luke Musgrave is going to be good, too. I'm really excited about him. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, probably do a good morning Lambo in the morning. Just kind of a quick quick chat with everybody. It might be 30 minutes, might be an hour. And then, of course, tomorrow night we'll have the PFF grades. We'll do a PFF review of the game um, with, with that right there. So, again, just want to thank everybody for hanging out with us in the chat. Thanks to the Super Chats. For those of you listening on the pod, thank you for making us a part of your day. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world and go back up. The power sweep. Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. Kelly tackle, takes the defensive end if he's over, then he's back. He drives down the first man to his inside. Pull back and get him. Take the first man outside, young man. No one shows. Your right by this and feel this back. YN has the linebacker taken out, that's inside. The YN has the linebacker in, he comes all the way around. If you look at this play, what we're trying to get is a seal here, and a seal here, and try to run this play in the alley.